Hey everyone, this is Noah Woodward. Thanks for tuning in to Green Pastures. This podcast is all about digging into God's Word to experience God and come to a greater level of relationship with Him. In the last episode, we talked about gentleness and how a gentle tongue is very powerful. This week, we are on the last fruit of the Spirit, peace. Hey everybody, so today we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit of peace. And when it comes to peace, you know, how many of us have said something or have heard somebody say, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get some peace and quiet. And, you know, we say, uh, you know, we say things that are, are stealing our peace. And, um, and, you know, lack of peace can look like not being able to sleep at night, um, not being able to focus on things. Uh, it can come out as even anger or irritation. Um, it can come out. Uh, and look like gluttony, people eating too much because uh, they're stressed. Um, and, you know, the only time you feel okay is when you're eating. And we do things to try to give ourselves peace. Like uh, many people will practice yoga um, or other exercise, uh, other exercises, um, you know, just eating too much ice cream or, you know, we call it comfort food. And uh, or we might like to spend time by ourselves in nature and just be in, in quiet. And, um, or maybe sometimes people like to, to drown out the noise of life um, and just to try to get away by, you know, um, listening to music and, and, or watching movies. And it just, it just looks like, and it means that there's something off on the inside and it causes us not to be able to walk in peace. And, you know, I'm not just talking about unbelievers. Uh, this definitely includes believers, and uh, I'm sure most of you listening to this are believers. This this is uh, applies to us, applies to you and me, and um, it's a, really a, a problem. Um, I believe in the in the church, people not having enough peace, and many believers uh, take medications and and you know prescription um, meds um, and other supplements just to try to. Um, get have peace and not be so stressed and so um, you know uptight and, and worried and just try to relax. Um, there's tons of, of medications out there that are for that purpose, and what and uh, I, I really believe that that it's a problem and um, but there that there is also a solution, um, and I believe that God has given us the uh, the power to walk in peace on the earth. And I like what um, what Pastor Bill Johnson from Bethel Church. He probably you probably have heard of him. Uh, he says that peace isn't the absence of noise or conflict or war, but it's the presence of someone. And I believe that's true. That peace isn't you can't just have peace when uh, when there's you know there's no noise or conflict or war. Um, but that real peace is the presence of someone. If you look at the world, uh, we, we all live in the world and we've experienced turmoil. Um, some of us experienced war. Um, we've all, most of us experienced death, um, of a family member or people we know. Um, we experience trouble. Um, uh, we, you know, we see unrest and just all of these things, um, storms and just, just things in life that, can cause people to go crazy and to, to lose their peace. And Jesus even says that these things are going to be so like, you know, 
just the world is going to be like that. He says that. And, but he also says that your heart, even in the midst of all these things, should have peace. And Jesus isn't concerned necessarily about all the outer elements, all the, the, the environment around you, around us. He, what he's concerned about is our heart and the, con, the condition and state of our heart. In John 14, Jesus talks about uh, peace and, and the peace that he gives and the peace that the world gives. And, and that's in verse uh, 26 and 27. And, you know, the world gives peace in, in ways that look like, um, you know, we have police to keep the peace. Um, we have, we have health care plans. We have retirement plans. Um, we have locks on our doors, you know, gates around our houses. Um, you know, we have, you know, neighborhoods that are, have, have, uh, guards and gates and stuff. Um, and, you know, we have special savings accounts, you know, just in case something happens and, and we can save our money and we feel good about having money and, you know, there's all these ways that we um, that we try to manufacture peace and just to have peace of mind, and that those things are definitely okay. Like, there's no problem with having those things. There's there's a necessity for many of those things, and um, but I think that the the problem is that we often blame our circumstances or the people around us for the way we feel, and the truth is that the environment can't take away our peace the things around us and the people around us can't really take away our peace. And Jesus says that, you know, there's a peace that he gives in John 14. And let me pull it up real quick. There's a peace that Jesus gives that is, uh, you know, greater than any other peace. So in John 14, uh, 26 and 27, he says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And so he says, you know, peace I leave with you. There's a peace that Jesus gives that that you know that makes our hearts not troubled, that, that causes us to not be afraid. And it's it's a a very assuring uh, peace. And so I'm going to uh, talk about three things about peace and uh, give some some uh, direction on how we can start walking in peace. So first, peace isn't a feeling. We need to understand that peace isn't a feeling, um, especially around this time of year, uh, you know, Christmas. Um, we, we talk about peace and we sing songs, you know, peace on earth. And, um, we, 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 uh, just do all these things. And we, the focus is like very much on peace at this time of year and Christmas. But, um, but, and, and there is good things about that, but the reality is that peace isn't a feeling, um, that just comes, you know, once a year or one month out of 12 in a year. It's not something that just comes and goes the world has a peace that comes and goes and but but Jesus if we're believers Jesus has given us the way to have peace constantly and not a peace that that comes when when things are all good and then it leaves when the stresses of life come and the storms of life come he doesn't you know he doesn't leave us uh 
drowning, when, when Peter was walking on water towards Jesus, um, you know, he had peace right there. And that can re- kind of represent our lives and having peace. But when, you know, when Peter saw the storms, he looked at the storms, he, he, he started drowning and then Jesus lifted him up. And um, so Jesus isn't the Jesus that we know, the Jesus that lives inside of you. He isn't uh, leaving us in our storm. He, he has made a way to allow us to walk on water in a way through the storms of life and have peace no matter where we are. Um, so you know, I'm not against feeling at ease. I'm not against laying on the couch, relaxing and, you know, and eating your favorite snack and, you know, those good feelings, um, you know, this time of year, putting on your warm socks and your sweater and getting with your family and, um, turning on the, the, the fire, you know, just sitting around and talking and watching a movie or whatever, you know, that, that good warm feeling. I'm definitely not against that at all, but what I'm opposed to is thinking that those things can give you something that will last past that moment that you know that the the moment of the movie um you know past the time that it takes to digest that last piece of food um because the reality is when difficult times come uh the business of life you know throws you for a loop and uh these storms start coming back and, and bad you know not good feelings come you know, it didn't really matter what good feeling you had before, it's gone. And and the danger is that if we continue putting uh, physical things first and and trying to find peace in places that that really don't last, you know, we, we the danger is that we can end up making an idol for ourselves and actually putting those things before God um, and we start trusting those things more than we trust God. And, you know, we've all, we've all done that at times. And, um, you know, we all have fallen short of the glory of God. And, uh, so, and there's no condemnation, uh, for, for doing that. You know, there's, there's forgiveness, but, but here's the good news that if you are a believer, and this is point number two, the, the peace that you found or the peace that you need is found in the spirit inside of you. God doesn't leave us high and dry. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't just say to stop looking at other things um, uh, for your peace. He gives us a better option, a, uh, a more um, strong and, and um, firm, like something that's going to last. He doesn't, whatever God takes away from us, he will give something to us that's way better. And so the peace that you need is found on the, in the Spirit inside of you. Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit, actually the Father, sent the Holy Spirit to us to give us peace. Um, the Spirit is called the Comforter for a reason. In the, in the King James Version of the Bible, the, the Holy Spirit is called the Comforter. And one of his jobs is to, to, you know, to comfort us, to give us peace, to help us. And, and the fruit, the peace, is one of the fruits that manifests itself in our hearts and minds when the Holy Spirit makes his home inside of us. And so peace doesn't come from the outside in. It actually comes from the inside out and influences the outside. So we're not powerless in the world. The Holy Spirit was given to us so that we can actually walk in dominion. We can actually walk in power and so that that we didn't have to walk depressed. We didn't have to walk 
downcast. We don't have to walk nervous or stressed. Uh, we can walk in power. And, um, and so the peace that, 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 uh, comes from the Holy Spirit inside of us, when that, when that fruit is really, um, growing and, 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 you know, bearing lots of fruit, um, it, it comes, it just kind of like comes out of us and it affects our environments. And, uh, I know, I, I know people who, who just, who walk in peace and, uh, you know, when they walk into a room, you know, the, the song, when you walk into a room, everything changes, you know, when, when the Jesus inside of us walks into a room, really everything changes. And when, when, when the Holy Spirit is really, um, manifesting the fruits, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, when it's really manifesting, it changes the environment. So it's from the inside out. And so Jesus has empowered us to walk so that the outside elements aren't affecting us but rather we are affecting them. And so Jesus gives us a peace that stays unlike the peace that the world gives. The world gives peace from the outside. Again, John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So he says, you know, the peace that I give you is not like the peace that the world gives. It's not like the peace that the world gives. The peace, the, the, the world gives peace again. And it looks like retirement plans. It looks like, um, you know, lots of food in the pantry. It looks like, you know, whatever. It just looks like a lot, a lot of things. Um, a big house, you know, good locks on your door. Um, it looks like a lot of things having the best relationship out there. Um, you know, having the best clothes and, you know, that, that status, um, it can come in, in so many different uh, varieties. Um, but Jesus says, that's not the peace that I give you. That peace can come and go, but the peace that I give you is forever. And so as believers, we have to stop looking for peace in the wrong places. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to manifest so much peace in our lives that it would amaze everyone around us. And this is a this is what Jesus did in Mark 4 38 and 39 it says but he was in the stern talking about Jesus but he was in the stern asleep on the cushion and they woke him and said to him teacher do you not care that we are perishing and he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still and the wind ceased and there was a great calm so uh, if you have, if you don't know the story, they were on a on the a boat in the, the sea, and um, Jesus fell asleep, and but there was a huge you know huge storm, and on the on the lake or you know it's a really a, a huge lake but it's called the sea, and the weather can change dr- like dramatically, just in a, in in a few minutes, and so this storm came up and they're like they're just um, overwhelmed. And looking at the the wind and the waves and the storm, and then they look at Jesus and they're like, get irritated and like, Jesus, you're why are you sleep? How are you sleeping right now? Like, do you you don't even care that we're that we're perishing? And so they had a, they had a, a very earthly mindset. They looked at him and said, Wow, he just doesn't care. But they didn't realize that he was walking in peace and he was living in peace. And, and so he awoke, and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still. And it says that the wind ceased and there was a great calm. 
And so, so again, the peace comes from the inside. It was the peace that was on the inside of Jesus that allowed him in the midst of storms, in the midst of craziness to fall asleep. Like he could sleep in anything. He didn't have a problem falling asleep. I promise you that Jesus did not have a problem going to sleep at night or taking naps. He could sleep whenever he wanted. And, um, and I think that's how uh, we need to walk. That's how uh, God desires us to walk in the earth. And um, so again, his inner peace calmed the storm. And so now we talked about peace. The, the next step is, and you might be asking, you know, how do we access this peace? Well, I'm going to read Philippians 4, 4, and um, uh, 5 and 6, I believe. And it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So, he's, you know, there's several mentions of anxiousness and um, of peace in these verses. But what Paul is saying uh, and I'll, I'll break it down. Uh, you know, one of the first things that you need to do, he says, you know, finally, brothers, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, uh, worthy of praise, you know, think on these things. And so one of the things that we should do um, as believers is teach our minds to think on things that don't stress us out. Think about things that um, that God is doing. Um, think about um, just you know, just all the good things he's given us. Think about the word. Pick a scripture um, or a chunk of scripture and um, and work to to be thinking about that throughout the day, whether you're at work or at home or at the grocery store, or whatever. Just be meditating on that scripture. You can even meditate on this scripture, Philippians four four, and just be thinking about that and and getting our minds um, above the storm when. When uh, eagles, when there's storms, eagles don't, um, they don't dive onto the storm. They don't like get into their nests and huddle down and just kind of brace and just survive. Eagles use the storm and the winds to rise up above the clouds, above the storms and to soar like really high. And they're not affected by the storm anymore. And so, uh, we need to be like eagles and and rise use the winds to rise above that storm um and it's really a picture of just getting our minds off of the world getting our minds off of the earth all of our all the troubles and getting our minds thinking on the things that that god is thinking but and then secondly spending time and a dedicated time in prayer because he says the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. We're, we're so anxious sometimes. It says, don't be anxious about anything, but in, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, 
Let your requests be made known to God. So he's saying lay down your cares before God. He cares for you and and he can take care of these things. And so don't be anxious about things, but but pray about them. Um, lay them before God and 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 thank God. Don't don't start getting a negative uh, you know mindset or attitude, but be be thankful, and that will release um, that stress and that'll allow peace to be manifested in your life. And so we need to to daily um, lay down our stresses at His feet because as humans we tend to pick our stresses back up, you know, within the end of the day. Um, I like to spend my time with God in the morning mostly, and um, and so. It, I do that every morning, um, and so I'm just saying, at the end of the day, you know, it's been hours and hours since you really spent a dedicated time with God, and and so every every morning you need to, to lay those back down at Him, or even once in the morning, once at night, spend some some time with Him, and and just um, let Him know what you're feeling and what you're thinking and, and what you're worried about, and um, and let Him take care of it. And then thirdly, again, it says talk about thankfulness. And uh, in verse 4, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I will say rejoice. Um, so we need to be thankful and um, praise God for what he has done and, and more importantly, who he is. And when we get into our minds and remind ourselves who God is, that he's good, that he's faithful, that he's strong, that he cares about us, that we're his children, that he's our, you know, he's our father, he's our provider, when we start reminding ourselves who he is, all the things in life don't seem so big anymore. They don't seem so crazy anymore. And I believe that, you know, this is the reason that Jesus is called the Prince of Peace in Isaiah 9, 6, because that, because Jesus is the source of peace. And when we're spending time with the source of peace, that peace, like a sponge, that peace uh, comes like water and soaks soaks into us and we get filled with peace and then eventually it actually starts dripping out of us so again meditate on the word of god spend t- dedicated time in prayer and um think be thankful and praise him for for who he is and what he's done and i'll leave you with uh one more verse isaiah 26 3 says you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you so that's just to to really nail that point. It says, again, I'll read it again. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So I hope that was encouraging. Um, thank you for listening. I pray that, that you got something from that and that God spoke to you and um, that you were just encouraged and blessed. And uh, so again, thank you for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one. 